Howdy, y'all. You've made it back to another episode of Basically Famous. We are so glad you're here. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Basically Famous Podcast. Now, here's your host, Tyler. Hey, friends, and welcome back to another episode. We are really excited to be sitting down with Shelby today. Shelby works for Justin Boots and all their brands of boots and can't wait to get into that. But we met, she's also a Tarleton Texan and then lives in Fort Worth. So we've connected since I've been here, but tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I'm Shelby. Um, I work for Justin Boot Company as a product designer. Um, I grew up in a small town um, just like 45 minutes north of Fort Worth, um, Boyd, Texas. My dad was raised there on a farm. And so I have an older sister and, um, her and I were both born and raised, um, following kind of the steps of my dad. Um, so very much that like small town feel like, um, rural family type situation. Um, my parents had, um, raised Longhorn cattle. And then my dad also, he team roped. And so we were always like involved in like just the Western lifestyle and the Western industry. Uh, um, I actually grew up playing basketball. I was very much on the track of like ag and rodeo and all that kind of stuff. Um, but like I said, I have an older sister and she decided to play uh, basketball. So I got really into it. And like, we were like, that was our, that was our deal. Like we were, we were basketball and all year round. Um, and I had like zero fashion sense. And I think that's so funny <laughs> looking back, um, basketball shorts, everyday t-shirts and like what I do now and like the, like how my style is now. I'm like, I would have never guessed like that's, uh, that I grew up with no fashion sense. Um, so anyway, after uh, high school, um, I decided to go to Tarleton and um, got my degree in fashion design and um, kind of the rest is history a little bit, which I know we'll get into that a little later too. So I'm blown away. You had no fashion sense. You're literally one of the most fashionable people. You and Taylor both are always like, man, I need to know where they shop. What kind of sparked your creative interest? So you studied, um, like, was it fashion design at Tarleton? Uh So when did that click that you were like, this is something I would be into? So actually with being like in a Western like type family and like, you know, growing up, you know, with my parents raising cattle and my dad um, roping, um, cowboy boots were always like the go-to gift, right? For Christmas, for um, birthdays, that was like, you know, the one thing we were always needing. And I'll never forget, I was 12 years old and I had, it was Christmas morning and I had opened up um, one of my presents that my parents gave me and of course it was this pair of boots and I looked at them and I absolutely hated them thought they were ugly I was like I'm never gonna wear these and of course you hate to tell your parents like you don't like something that they gave you right and so um but my mom I mean she read it all over my face and she was like you don't like those do you and I was like no 
she goes, you are so picky. You should just design your own. And that's, that's stuck with me since then. And, um, of course I was 12 years old at the time. And I was like, oh, I want to be a boot designer when I grow up, you know? And, uh, so I, I mean, I made it happen. And which I think looking back now, I'm like, God, that's so crazy that I said that at 12 and like, here I am now, you know, but, um, as far as like being creative, I kind of, I've always been creative. I was always very crafty. I always like to do like crafty things, you know, growing up scrapbooking or like <clears throat> my granddad was, um, he was a woodworker and he, fortunately enough, I got to live next to my grandparents and, uh, he had a huge wood shop. And so I would go over there and I would just want to like build something. And, you know, he, of course he would let me do whatever I wanted or build whatever I wanted, like birdhouses and stuff like that. So I always kind of had that like creative crafty mind and like, um, which makes my job that much more easier. So, so how did you get suggested boots and tell us about what your day-to-day -day job there looks like. So with my degree, I had to have an internship. Um, so I was at Tarleton. It was my senior year, um, you know, getting ready to, uh, you know, wrap up my, my degree there and, um, I needed an internship. So at the time, um, I had a friend who, um, I had grew up, grown up with. He actually was my sister's age. They graduated together from high school. And um, he was working in the HR department at Justin. And I would run into him time to time, like, you know, just different things. And um, he always had told me, he goes, if you're, you know, ever interested, like, you know, hit me up when, if whenever you're ready and I'll see if they have anything. So that's what I did. And um, they just so happened to be hiring for a intern in the product development department. And um, so I went in, you know, did my interview and I got hired. And um, so that was the summer of 2016. And so did my internship, like absorbed everything like a sponge. Um, I mean, it's crazy because you grow up around cowboy boots, you know, you buy them, you know, they're, they're expensive. Um, but actually like getting like into the boot, like the internal parts, like what actually goes into making them. I had no clue about any of that. Like I didn't take boot 101 making in college unfortunately that's not a course offered even though that would be extremely cool but um so I just I learned asked a million and one questions and um so after my internship was over um, I graduated and then I um got hired back on full-time and I've I've been there ever since and I'm going on um seven years this year which is just crazy to think how time has just flown by. Um, but definitely I still learn something new every day. But as far as my day-to-day, -day, it's so hard to answer that question. You know, a lot of people ask me that because um, every day can be so different. Um, but just typically 
I can be sketching, you know, new ideas, a new stitch pattern, um, looking at new leathers, um, leather vendors from all over the world send, send me swatches and their, you know, new leather books that they come out with. Um, so I look at those, I can be in a meeting all day or, uh, discussing, uh, you know, reviewing samples and discussing samples with our team. Um, I mean, it's kind of, it's like all over the place and it's so hard to pinpoint day to day. Well, how do you find inspiration for these things? You know, are you looking at other products plus, um, so you create some lines for specific people and we can get into that later, but you know, where do you decide, like, this is what I want to do. And then are you the only, you know, designer on staff or what kind of team are you working with to come up with the new lines when you launch them? So as far as inspiration goes, um, like my brain never shuts off. Like it's going 24 seven. Like I can't just like come home and just not be Shelby, the boot designer, you know, because, um, inspiration can strike at any given moment. Like anything I see on social media, anything I see, like, um, walking around who knows where, um, I'd be like, oh, that's, that would be cool. Like that design's cool. Like how that trash can is like, you know, or like stuff like that. It just, it's always, it's always around, which is crazy. You just have to really pay attention to it. And my mind has like learned how to pay attention to those things. Um, but as far as like what happens, like the design process and like the team and everything. So we have a product development team. Um, so there's three of us that are in Fort Worth and two that are in El Paso, the office out, um, in our factory there in El Paso. Um, and we're very like, I guess, uh, you could say like, I'm more Justin oriented. One's more like Tony Lama, one's more Nakona, one's more geared towards, geared towards, uh, work product and like high-end product. And so basically I'm kind of like a run-of-the-mill Justin Western gal, um, which I love, like the big red J, you know, it's it's known all over the place. But um, so basically like I, the, a collection that I'm responsible for is just me and like my designs that go into that. And um, we work really closely with our sales department as well as our marketing department. And we can kind of like, after I kind of have an idea, I'll either make like a mood board or like I'll show them sketches and we can kind of discuss things from there. And if there's anything that they're like, hey, let's try this or like, you know, maybe let's not do that. Like we can all, it's like kind of open table discussion and we all work really well together. Um, and then I basically take that, you know, what I feel that we should be doing and like with their input and I make the boot come to life and which is pretty cool to see. Talk about, it's more than just Justin boots. So I mm -hmm. kind of knew this then the other day we got to go and tour and you got to talking about all the other brands and yeah. so kind of tell our listeners, I mean, yes, there is Justin boots and that's what you're saying you design mostly for, but there's other brands under the umbrella. Right. So we are, the company is Justin Brands and we are a house of brands. Um, we also have um, Tony Lama boots, Nakona, 
in uh, Chippewa boots, which is like a very much northeastern, um, like outdoorsy, you know, type style boot that we also house. Um, it's fun because a lot of people don't know that Nakona Boot Company was run by the daughter of Mr. Justin. And um, she basically was like, she, Nakona, or sorry, Justin Boots was in Nakona, Texas for uh, quite a while. And once they decided to move to Fort Worth in 1925, she, the daughter, Enid Justin, wanted to stay back in Nakona and open her own company, which is crazy to think like a woman doing that back in 1925, but she did it and she was so great at it. And um, so Nakona Boots was born. And so then um, for the longest time, we weren't under the same umbrella. And then um, finally, finally were, but we are a Berkshire Hathaway company. And so um, we report to, you know, uh, Warren Buffett and like his whole shoe holding um, that he has. There's a, there's a ton of shoe brands, but um, the boot companies are kind of all together, which is Justin, Tony Lama, Nakona, and Chippewa. That is so cool. Well, you get to design some boots for some cool people. You get to do some cool things. I'm always fangirling on your Instagram. <laughs> so who are some of the people you've loved designing for, or maybe some of your favorite designs you've gotten to create? Yeah. So I'm very, very blessed to be able to work with the people I do and like all the boots that I've gotten to design over my um, seven years at Justin. Um, some of my favorites, so we have line uh, collections with um, Reba McIntyre and George Strait. So I do get to work with both of them, um, which is so great. They're both so great. And I've done personal stuff for them as well, like, you know, boots that might not go into their line that they're like, hey, let's, you know, have something fun for me to wear. Um, but as far as like celebrities go, um, Garth Brooks, um, one of my favorite boots that, um, I designed, uh, was probably for Garth Brooks and I never got to meet him. Um, but he does have a pair of boots that I've designed in his, his closet, which I think is so great. But, um, I really, really enjoy doing things for people that have a lot of meaning to it. Like that's personal meaning to them. And so researching that and then like making that design come to life is like what I just love to do because you can go buy a boot from any Western store, right? And like, but it's, it's the special touches and the custom elements that you can put into it that like really make people happy. And that's what makes me happy and feel very fulfilled. So how do you design? So are you, you know, pen and paper? Do you do it all digitally? Um, or I'm someone, I'm a pen and paper girl. I got to put it on pen and paper before I do anything. Even mm -hmm. if it's like put it on my calendar. So yeah. how, how do you work through that process? So when I first started, I was pen and paper, just sketching things out. And then um, I decided, I saw this girl, I was at lunch one day. And this girl was drawing on an iPad, like she was sitting up at the bar. And so I just went up and talked to her, which is so unlike me, because I actually am very shy. And um, I was like, hey, 
can you tell me like what that is, like what app you're using? So she told me. And so I ended up going and buying my own iPad and like, like started messing with it. And so now I'm a hundred percent digital when it comes to drawing, like on an iPad and it's so much easier. <laughs> um, but I still am very like old school pen and paper, like all my notes are still pen and paper and like, same thing too. Like I have to put stuff in my calendar or it's like, it is not staying up here at all. <laughs> I get that. Well, you're always posting like kind of product samples you're looking at and how do you, you know, decide like what the top of the boot is going to look like versus the bottom. I yeah. obviously love my completely yellow pair. So like what, how did you decide like, oh, people would wear a pair that's all yellow or obviously you talk to your sales team and marketing on how you could advertise that. But what, you know, is it how they feel together plus how they look or how do you go about that part of it? So a lot of it has to do with like what's kind of trending, you know, and like I keep an eye out on that. Like I research kind of my morning routine when I get to the office is sit down with some coffee and like just kind of search like um, just different things like high-end brands and like what boutiques are posting and like, you know, kind of or Pinterest and like scrolling through Pinterest. I still use Pinterest a lot. People, people have like kind of shied away from it, but it's like one of my favorite things to, to look back. And um, so I just kind of keep up with what's going on, to be honest, and see like, hey, if if a color is trending or like, you know, what Pantone color of the year is and just kind of base it off of that and uh, put some ideas together, find some leather swatches and then present that to the team and like, hey, what do y'all think? And a lot of times they they trust trust what I think. And so we, we make a sample and then kind of go from there. So how what is the timeline of from the iPad to on a, on a shelf at a retailer? So it, it can kind of depend depending on where the product is made. And I'm just going to uh, use our domestic factory, which is in El Paso for an example here. But um, they can get a sample done pretty quickly um, for me. And it by the time I sketch it out, I have to do a lot of other things too, besides just a sketch. Um, we have this thing, it's called a, a spec sheet. So basically I like to describe it. It's like the recipe of how the boot was made. And so um, I put all that information together, you know, send it off. It can be anywhere from three to four weeks that they can have something finished. It just depends if all the raw materials are actually there. And um, which most of the time they won't start the boot until all of everything is there. Um, but yeah, they can have it done within three to four weeks. Um, then we kind of have to decide as a team, like, okay, hey, are we going to go out with three of these or four of these? And um, then we make that decision. And then um, kind of it goes from there. And there's a lot of steps in the process. And it's it's kind of complicated to explain. But um, I'm just going to say ballpark six to eight months um, by the time, well, no, longer than that. It's it's always so different depending on where it's made. And I don't do a lot of stuff 
currently in El Paso, so timelines have changed, but it could it could be up to a year by the time I design it and then it, you know, show up in the store. So so how many collections are you typically designing a year? Ooh, so it all kind of depends. Um it can go from I would I'm just gonna ballpark it around 10 to 15. And but that's totally made up. That's so many though. It is a lot. Yeah. So because so like I have the yellow ones and they come mm -hmm. in like three or four colors. Now you've added some colors, you know, and mm -hmm. so while that's like one style, you have multiple colors of it. Mm -hmm. And so a year you're producing an insane number in designing yeah. of boots. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. I'm I'm very busy. <laughs> so do you try to kind of do like a spring launch and a fall launch? Or um is it just like this is what we're thinking? And now there's so many other things like supply chain and inflation and yes. so getting products yes. is a lot harder, but are you trying to come up like you know, with a more spring line and then a fall line, or is it just like, this is what we're thinking. This is when we know we can launch it. So this is what our goal is. Yeah. So that kind of goes back into how I was kind of describing it. It's, it's kind of complicated and I'll do my best to describe how we do it. Um, so we have three launches a year. And so I'm having to prepare for those like in a timely manner. And so I'm working on something that we're going to launch in January, but I'm also starting to think about something that we're going to launch in April. And then I got to start thinking about what's what we're launching in August. And it's all kind of set as far as like what collections are going to be launched with each launch. And, um, and that's for all of our brands, not just Justin, like, Tony Lama, Nakona, Chippewa, and Justin, we're launching, you know, all together within those three dates that we pick, you know, throughout the year. And that's not just me. It's like our whole team that discusses that and like decides those dates. And um, so basically when we launch it, that means it's out of like, basically it's out of the office and like out to our salesmen who then go out to their accounts to sell it to them. So when we say launch, it's not necessarily launching at retail. That's just um, our internal word of like saying, you know, it it launches, meaning it's out of our hands and it's off to the sales reps and our sales reps then go to Cavender's, Boot Barn, NRS, you know, you name it. And um, they sell that product in. And then within, you know, three or four months after that, um, it'll start showing up to their stores or a little longer. I hate giving out dates because dates are just so tricky these days. But Well, and people probably don't realize like in retail and clothing, like you're almost working a year yeah, yeah. in advance. So like yeah. you're probably, you're obviously probably way done with 2023 stuff. Like, you know, what's coming out. You're working now on the next year's boot designs. And so- mm -hmm you talked about you get to work and you drink coffee and you kind of browse what's trending. Is there anything specifically you look at to see kind of like what they think is going to be the forecast of trending? Yeah, for sure. I look at forecasts too. 
Um, and a lot of that surprisingly is it starts out in like your Europe and like high fashion and like it slowly comes over, you know, to us. So I kind of pay attention on what is going on over there and um, try to see how that would resonate you know, in our Western industry, which a lot of times it does. And cowboy boots are trending right now, which is great. For Being a cowboy is cool right now. Cowboy is cool. Coastal cowgirl, it's the new thing for the summer and I'm all about it. We were just talking about that this week in our <laughs> office. So, well, if you could go back and give yourself any piece of advice, what would it be? I would tell myself to be more confident and not be so afraid to like, talk to people um I like I kind of mentioned before like I'm I've always been a very shy person and like very timid and I wish I could have told myself like back then just to like don't worry about that like make your connections introduce yourself to people and um it you know you never know where that would have taken you I mean obviously like it's worked out for me but um and I and I still try to work on that every day I'm not perfect by any means but I'm I'm not as shy as I used to be um I've gotten a little bit more comfortable like in my body and my personality but um yeah for sure I would have telling myself like it's all gonna be okay don't be so shy (laughs) I love that. Well, if you had a billboard, what would be on it and why? It's so funny. When you sent me those questions the other day, uh, two things kind of came to my mind. The first one. Um, so I am like, uh, I'm a lake rat. Like my parents now live on the lake. We, I had a lake house, we had a lake house growing up and uh, my mom and dad are now full timers out there, which I think is so so fun for them and they love it but like I'm on the lake in the summer and I wake surf I've been wake surfing since I was like 12 which a lot of people don't know that about me but um it's like one of my favorite things to do so ba- basically on the, the billboard my first idea it would be me wake surfing with cowboy boots on because like why not you know <laughs> and obviously a hat too like like that's like coastal cowgirl like at its best the second one which I think is so funny is that um it would probably say you know my name and then that I'm single because (laughs) your girl is and has been for a while (laughs) so just you know get that out there hey there's nothing wrong with that yeah I I think the the boot weight surfing needs to become a thing I think I think if we get Taylor on the boat she can take the picture absolutely we're doing that this summer um it's so funny because we actually did a photo shoot out at my parents lake house it's like four or five years ago and um my dad wake surfs too and we were out on the boat, like I had brought everybody out there, you know, we had the whole crew. We were doing like a July 4th campaign type thing. And they were wanting just to get like cowboy boots in the lake. And so we were out on the boat and they were all, we had some guys, uh, models um, surfing in cowboy boots. 
but they can never like let go of the rope. And I was like, y'all need to let my dad do this. So my dad gets out there and I'll have to send you this photo. It's probably one of the coolest photos. My dad gets out there. He has his cowboy hat on and uh, he's surfing in like a full quill ostrich boot. And it's like the coolest thing. And um, we have it blown up and it's in my parents' house, that that picture. But um, but yeah, so everybody loves that photo. So I'm going to have to get Taylor to take one of me this summer. Yes, that would be so fun. And that would be like personality picture. Like that would be the perfect one. Uh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, thank you so much for taking some time to sit down with me. It was so fun to just learn. I obviously love wearing boots, but I know nothing about them. Besides that, I buy them because I can't stop. And so thank you for sharing kind of what the behind the scenes looks like and what you do and how you got there. Absolutely. Thanks for thinking of me.